more enlightened than some of my friends. I can guarantee you peace of mind. That's what you told me, Dominic. I can guarantee you peace of mind. I don't feel so peaceful. Huh? They tried to kill my wife. Who is that? Your success took a shot at you. What are you gonna do now? How are you gonna kill it? You're gonna become unsuccessful? Frank, we can be successful in our enemies, huh? We can be unsuccessful too, you know? We can have friends. Nerdist New Bully. I'm your host, Leroy, my co-host. This is Eli, the Boy Wonder. Yep. I, I don't have a name. Um, I don't want to be the Dark Knight. That's too stereotypical. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, let's keep moving past that. So, yeah, happy uh, 101 episode. This is the morning after. Yes, this is it's a new beginning. It's a new beginning. 101, back to basics. I think I just Dawn of a new like, age. Yeah, so we're throwing <laughs> the, out everything we just did. This is a the new, new fifty-two. <laughs> the new, the new crisis, which we're gonna get into all that also. So yeah, we're just gonna move forward and just see what the next hundred episodes do and kind of go from there. First thing, uh, seems like we, depending on your point of view, this may be bad news. Now I'm just gonna put it out there. We had a celebrity death this week, and this is gonna be a tough one, Eli. This was a uh, Frank Lucas. Okay. Is he a celebrity? I don't know. I don't know if he's a celebrity. He may or may not be a celebrity, depending on who you ask. Let's get into that. Now, the name may or Would may you not... get his autograph? Me? No. But I'm going to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get into that for a second. Because like I said, maybe some of you have heard the name of Frank Lucas. Like, Frank Lucas, why does it sound familiar? Why does it sound familiar? So, if you've seen the movie American Gangster, the movie was based on his life. So, yes, mm-hmm. he was played live action by Denzel Washington. And the soundtrack of that movie was also done by Jay-Z. So he sounds like a pretty cool guy, you know, suave, charismatic. I mean, you get Denzel to play you in a movie, he sounds pretty cool. So, but, Eli, there's a big but to this. Okay. Always a big but. A big but will get you in trouble. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the media portrays Frank Lucas just by what I just named. You know, as this charismatic, you know, he, like I said, he was the heroin dealer back in, the, in New York era back in the 70s and it's cool so you think he's suave cool collective stuff like that but before denzel played him the black community knew him one way and this is the interesting part about it we knew him as one way and he was synonymous with this thing we knew him as frank lucas was always synonymous with snitch Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's what we always knew. Like, before he came out with this movie, before he came these book deals and stuff like that, he was known as a snitch, as a rat, you know, as a stool pigeon, you know, as an op, whatever you want to call it. He was all those things, and that's pretty much what you, you know, considered with him. Like, you, you didn't even have to say snitch or rat. You could just say Frank Lucas. People knew what you meant. 
Well, yeah, he he did rat out a lot of. It was in the movie, but they yeah. downplayed it. You know, after Denzel being all cool, even Denzel made snitching seem cool. You know. Well, he brought down the cops too. It was all the corrupt cops that were right. He brought in yeah. everybody, but basically he was like, "I'm telling on everybody." You know. Yeah. It was funny. I read on Twitter and I saw uh, somebody put under there, "Rest in peace, Master Splinter." I'm like, "Oh, that's kind of fucked up, man." <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and the funny thing about, it, let me go to tell the whole story about Frank Lucas about how he was. Like I said, he was a heroin dealer, did blue magic. We've all seen the movie. He was at a Joe Frazier fight, and he was wearing this big flashy fur coat. And yeah. he said the front row seat, and the police were there. You know, undercover cops were there. And they were like, "Why does everybody know this guy? Why does Frank Luke? Uh, why does Joe Frazier know this guy? Why does all the other drug dealers know this guy? Why he's in the front row?" So they started, you know, doing some investigating, doing some digging on him. Yeah. And that's how they got him. When they finally got him, that's when he snitched on everybody. And that's before that. He never liked the flash. He like he always, you know, he didn't like the attention. Right, because yeah, nobody he, knew who yeah. he was, right. Yeah, he liked the, he being anonymous, and he even, you know, he, he didn't like, he didn't buy all that flashy shit, you know, and like, like Nicky Barnes was. Nick, everybody knew who Nicky Barnes everybody was. Everybody knew who Nicky Barnes was, right. Yeah, so. Was Nicky Barnes the Teflon Don? No, that was, John, that was Gotti. Okay. He was somebody. He had a fancy nickname, too, Nicky Barnes, but I can't remember what it was. Oh, shit, yeah, I forget. Yeah. I think Nicky Barnes was a snitch, too. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, that was the whole point. And I think Frank Lewis even had, like, a famous quote of, I don't know if he said this or not, like, the loudest person in the room is the weakest person in the room. Yeah, yeah, that was it. That was him. But, like I said, if you wear a big flashy fur coat, you're going to get the attention of somebody. That's the thing. It's like drug dealing 101. Don't bring attention to yourself. Yeah. You know. At Common Bullies, we teach you a lot of things on the show. Mm Mm-hmm. So next week, Eli will teach you how to cook crack. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I mean, I remember, yeah, seeing seeing you know those nice ass rides riding around the hood with like big ass stickers that where the license plate says "crime pays." Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like okay, I know what you're doing, but I, I I ain't gonna fuck with you. But I, again, hey, that's your own ass too. Right. If, you, if you get busted, you know what I mean. Right. Because obviously, if we see this, somebody else sees this also. So yeah. <laughs> You know, so, that's just that's just stupid. Like the you know, like like the the MySpace days or even on Facebook, these dumbasses taking pictures with their big money, and, guns, yeah, guns drugs and, in the yeah. back. Like they right, see yeah. this stuff. Yeah. Dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to do any surveillance, so you they can just view you use your uh Instagram or Facebook page and that's it. That's yeah. Way. yeah. So I don't know. Natural selection at its finest. <laughs> uh rest in peace, Frank Lucas, I guess. Master Splinter? I don't know. But hey, American Gangster is a good movie. Though. That is a good movie. Yeah, <laughs> like I said, he Denzel made snitching look cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, just the cop shit, like like that shit that he says at the end. You know, he's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck about the police. You want the, you know, you want you're gonna, you, you want me to go after your kind when he's ta- talking to uh, what's his name, Dicky, the Russell Russell Crowe's character. Yeah. He goes, you want me to go after your boys? He goes, they're not my boys. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Oh, you want police? Okay, I'll give you police. That that whole scene is dope. <laughs> and he gave everybody up. So <laughs> yeah. So awesome. yeah. Moving past that. Uh, one more thing I want to talk about. Also, Eli, can, can we talk about comic books just for a brief second? Uh, we better. Okay, I know this is a comic book bully show, but I just I could feel the audience whenever we start saying comic books and be like, "Up, oh, let me cut this shit off." <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you here? Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay so basically uh 
like I said, on my annual subscriptions, all hit at the same time, like Amazon Prime and Marvel Unlimited stuff like that. And I had to let something go, Eli. I had to let Marvel Unlimited go. Hey, same here, man. I mean, it's it's different because okay, I had I've been a loyal subscriber to Marvel Unlimited. For people don't know what Marvel Unlimited is, it's like Netflix of comic books. You pay five dollars, six dollars a month, or something like that. Maybe more than that. Honestly, I don't know what I was paying, and. You just read all the comics you want to on there digitally. You know, yeah. got all seventy five bucks a year it was like my 75. yeah my yeah my yearly subscription. Right, yeah. seventy five bucks a year. That's what it was, and it hit right in May. I'm like, why'd you hit hit now? Like right now? You know, my yeah, fine. Yeah, mine hit like right in tax season. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's fine. Like, you can hit in yeah. tax season. But, but this year, you know, thank you, thank you, Mister Forty Five, for fucking up our taxes. <laughs> I, I didn't get that. I didn't get a, a return like I did last year. So yeah. Uh, so when Marvel had to be renewed, you know, a few months ago, I was like, "Well, shit, I ain't gonna." Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, Marvel. Surprise! <laughs> like you want I, want, I didn't want to let it go, Eli, but I had to let it go. But then I started thinking about it. It's a different time now than it was before. Then now it's not that I'm not reading comics and Oh no, 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 no. I'm still supporting my habit. You know. Yeah. But it's a different time now because there's more than one streaming service out there that I can go to other places. Like before, I just had Marvel Unlimited, and that was it. That's all I had to do to read digital comics. Now, all of a sudden, Comics Unlimited has popped up. And Comics Unlimited has their own subscription service where you can, like, read comics on there also. Is that new shit? Now, can you get the new shit on there? Not the new shit. Not the new shit. Okay. Because I know, yeah, that's the thing about Marvel Unlimited and why, you know... And I and Marvel, I had that for years, and right. it was cool. And whenever you know, whenever oh, I wanted to read something or I wanted to look something up, boom, it was always there. It was yeah. just nice to have. And but Marvel I, Limited were about like six months behind, so like it was yeah. about six months later, it would eventually show up on there. Yeah, and that's why I don't buy many. I I, I wasn't buying many Marvel books because like, well, I'll just read it on Unlimited, and you know, I'll eventually catch up with shit. Right, like why know? buy the shit twice if you're already paying for it? Right. Yeah, so that that was that, but. But yeah, I mean that that that's what would suck. Like, like I had I was about, I was right about to start reading Cosmic Ghost Rider, you know, <laughs> and then my shit then but my I shit will, got cut off. I will off. tell you this. I will tell you this. Uh, Comicsology Unlimited, even though they may not have like the newest newest shit on there. Now, on, Immortal Hulk is on there. I think like I like the first five issues, some shit like that on there. Okay. But they do like specials all the time, stuff like that. Like they give you like half off like the new Marvel book stuff like that. So instead of you paying like five dollars for a book, you pay like two dollars for a book or some shit. Oh, so you can still of, buy books just cheaper. Just at a cheaper price. Like if you comment unlimited, you you'll buy them cheap for like like last week we reviewed view books and I paid like five dollars for like three of them and I was like and it was like the new shit. I was like, okay, it's worth okay. for that alone. I saved like about five dollars. And that's that's and that's a weird decision because I because I got a pull list which I also get a discount on at my comic shop. Yeah. So it's like how you know, I got I just got, you know, decisions, man. Decisions, yeah. decisions. And, and see, but but wait, there's more. <laughs> so now we got Comicsology, you know, getting in the game, and then there's another, you know, new challenges to jump in the ring that everybody keeps forgetting about that nobody pays attention to. DC Universe. Yeah. DC Universe just popped in the ring, and then and at first their comic selection was kind of crappy, but I checked it uh, again the other day, Eli. It's a lot of stuff on there. I I just I just subscribed to that shit today. Yeah, and I'm thinking like, like, okay, it's too much. It, honestly, Comicsology has a lot. Of stuff. Comicsology Unlimited has a bunch of Marvel stuff, has a bunch of DC stuff, has a bunch of indie stuff on there also. Okay. So I mean, it's got like some old Spawn on there I wanted to pick up and read and stuff like that, or you know, whatever. You know, a bunch of in, uh, image stuff on there. 
Umbrella Academy is on there, so I want to just check that out, see what it was like. Uh, but now you got DC, uh, DC Universe, and they got all kind of stuff. And I'll be honest with you, their like comics, uh, like app, like the reading app, is better than Marvel Unlimited. Like okay. Marvel Unlimited could learn from them because they have it where you have it set up where that shit just like, like turns its own page. <laughs> you know, after a while, like give it ten seconds, then it turns its own page and keeps it. And then uh, you can make your own playlist of the books you want to read and stuff like that. They have their own comment section, so you can ask somebody. So what's the next book from there? Somebody will answer you. It's it's better, man. They like Marvel Unlimited need to do what they're doing. Like I know nobody nobody considers the comics when they're talking about DC Universe. Like what's the worth the price of it? But to me, that makes it worth the price. All this other stuff is icing on the cake. Swamp Thing is icing on the cake for me. Yeah, I mean that's what cooked me because I, you know, I wanted to watch Swamp Thing because I, I mean I, I I I haven't, you know, everyone else had you know you you've been talking about DC Universe. Everybody talking about DC Universe for since it came out, and I still haven't. I never got it until I wanted to watch the Swamp Thing. You know, because I saw the trail, I'm like, I want to watch this shit, and I'll finally, this it finally gave me motivation to subscribe. Right. Plus, you, know, you still but, have all the other stuff on it. You can still, you know, still watch. Like if you're behind on Doom Patrol and yeah. behind on Titans, you can go back and watch. Uh, uh, now I'll now I'll watch Doom, Young Justice. Doom Patrol. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. But mm-hmm. I was going through the comics. Like, Holy shit! Yeah, all that old Aquaman shit. Like I almost picked up the Alan Moore, uh, Swamp Thing, book the other day. They wanted thirty bucks it's, for it's it. On like, it's on and there. It's on. And and then I'm looking on here today. They got Saga Swamp Thing on. I'm like, holy yep. shit! Well, there you go. <laughs> Eli. <laughs> And we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about this. We're gonna talk about that because I actually read some of that. Yeah. We're gonna talk about that because I actually read it on. But we're gonna talk about that when we talk about Swamp Thing later on. First off, can we get to the box office numbers? Cause we can get past that shit fast possible. And get to, get to Swamp Thing. I, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do our job first. Yeah, man. Let's get to it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, Eli, give it to me. What was the number one movie of the week? Uh, was it Godzilla? It was Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Okay. Yep, still in there. I know you saw it. I'm, I'm gonna give you a chance to, you know, talk about it, review it. What kind of looked at your Facebook uh, review by accident? I didn't want to. But I'm gonna <laughs> let you go with that. Uh, number two, we got Aladdin. Number three, we have Rocket Man. Uh, oh, shit. Number four, we got Ma. I was this close to seeing that, but didn't, yeah, I, I want to see that. I, I, yeah, Izzy saw it. I want. He's he was raving about it. Okay, okay. I'm probably yeah. gonna end up seeing it. We'll see how it goes. Uh, yeah. John Wick number. I'm sorry, John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum. I'm going to say this. John Wick is probably my second favorite Keanu Reeves movie this year. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I'll talk about, I can't talk about it now. Well, I can't talk about it now. Okay, there was this Netflix movie that came out, uh, all Asian cast. It was called Always Be My Maybe. 47 Ronin? <laughs> no, not a kung fu movie. That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> he was in that, though. He was With a bunch that. of Asians <laughs> and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah but now nah, it was always be my maybe it was a uh, asian jim from the office on that one episode you know the guy asian asian jim from the remember office? it was the prank that uh that jim had he tried to pull on dwight oh he, yeah. like he was asian <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and, okay. and, and dwight oh. had to pretend like he didn't recognize he was asian because he didn't want to be called racist <laughs> <laughs> Shit was funny as hell, but he he played some other shit also. But I know that shit was funny as hell. Anyway, it's him, some other chick I can't remember, and Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is playing like her boyfriend because he and he basically steals like that dude's girl. He like, but he doesn't know it's Keanu Reeves. He just knows she has a new boyfriend. 
So he's like, okay, that's what I'm just meet the boyfriend. So when Keanu Reeves walking around, he's like, oh shit, because <laughs> he's actually playing Keanu Reeves. <laughs> so it's like funny as hell, man. So yeah, if you get a chance, I definitely recommend that movie. Go watch it. But I won't spoil anything about it till next week. Uh, what was he talking about? Yeah, John Wick. Oh, uh, we have oh number six Avengers Endgame. Let's let's look at that for a second. Let's dig in. So, uh, Avengers Endgame right now is at two point seven. And what is now worldwide? Let's let's look at it. See what we got. Oh, this is close. Okay, <clears throat> Avengers Endgame is at two point seven one four billion. Avatar is at two point seven eight eight billion. Yeah, they're like less than a hundred away right now. Yeah. So, like I said, uh, hundred million less than a hundred million. Okay. Yeah, well. like like six hundred million, like six hundred million away right now. So they're right on their heels. It looks like Avengers might get it and it ends up going to be the highest grossing movie of all time. That happens. I'm going to be happy for it. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Now, you, you always got these assholes, but it's not going to be Gone with the Wind. Fuck Gone with the Wind. Nobody cares about Gone with the Wind. We don't care yeah, about yeah. inflation. Nobody gives a shit about that. Nobody gives a shit about that. <laughs> we care about now, the here and now. Hey, Those film more... snobs and shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Gone with the Wind. Avengers Endgame is better than Gone with the Wind. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. <laughs> Fight me on that. I don't care. Oh, uh, what's the next one? I lost train of thought. Oh, uh, hate this shit. Number seven, Pokemon Detective Pikachu. I've been practicing on it, Eli. Hey, you did it. <laughs> I, I did it for the first time. Okay. Diggity dung dies effects. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Peter Piper picked the pepper. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Number eight, Booksmart. Number nine, Brightburn. And oh, I saw I saw that too. Did you? I did. I don't want to hear about that. Okay. And then, <laughs> I listen to your Geek Sad review. <laughs> and then number ten, The Hustle. Okay. What was The Hustle about? Isn't that the Kevin Hart movie? Is it? I don't know. Whatever. He got another movie out. He always coming out with movies. Okay. Anyway. I- it- We'll talk about it later on. But, uh, okay, so you saw Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Mm-hmm. I saw a brief, you know, synopsis of you. I didn't listen to the Geek Sam podcast yet. But give me a rundown. What what you think about the movie? Spoilers, I don't give a fuck. Let, let it fly. All right. Well, I was, I found it disappointing. I was super excited to see this movie. Uh-huh. I've been a Godzilla fan all my life. Since I was a little kid, toys. Watching marathons every year. I, it's the you know, intro I love to the Geek Sad podcast. It is. There I mean, you it's, go. It's Monk. I recognize it because it's Feral Monk, but Feral yeah. Monk sampled Godzilla. So yeah. Yeah, and almost got sued for the shit. I mean, you're you might be the only one who does know that. You know, knows that reference. <laughs> I am a shit. pop connoisseur or something. <laughs> yeah, uh, but but yeah, um, yeah, I'm a huge Godzilla fan. Loved it all my life. You know what I'm saying? So I was really excited to see this one. Um, and you know, I came out of it not that excited. Um, is it now, because there wasn't enough human interaction in it? No, there was too much human. Really? <laughs> too much. That's why Rotten Tomatoes shitted on it. Too much humans. Okay. No, well, the humans suck. I mean, they might have shitted on it because you don't give a shit about the humans. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't give two shits about them, even though they're always on screen. <laughs> but it, it was just not enough monster action. Now I'll give them this. There's a lot of monsters in the movie. They're, you know, everyone complained about the last Godzilla movie that he was hardly hardly in it. 
and you could barely see him. Well, they fixed that problem. He's okay. in it a lot. He's in it quite frequently. And the other monsters show up. There's a lot of monsters in the movie, and there's a lot of monsters fighting in the movie. It's just they keep cutting away from the fighting to show they, they humans. They did shit last time, and people yeah. hate that shit. Yep, they keep cutting away from the fights to show humans watching them fight. So it's like, yeah, it's like you're watching people watch the monsters fight. And I, it was just getting so frustrating. I was like, what the fuck? I don't care. I don't care about the little Stranger girl, stranger Things girl running away and crying. I don't care about who's got to be evacuated. I came to see kaiju battles. Right. And so you'd see like, and it looked, it does look cool. It has this big epic feel. The effects are awesome. It looks awesome. You know, the, the fights, the, you know, the, the 32nd shots of the fighting is cool, but then it cuts away to another 90 seconds of people running away or people looking going, oh, and shit. So that was my biggest beef. It's like it kept cutting away. It reminded me of the, the Transformer movies where you can't see the fights. You know, you're watching, you know, you're, 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 you're watching Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fox, you know, looking at them going, oh, my God, robots are fighting. Or you're watching it. You're watching a, the battle through a broken windshield or something. Oh, wow. you, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like that. And it was like, I don't care. Can I just see the fucking monsters fight? So that's why I was so pissed off coming out of it. You know, so that's my main beef. I mean, there's a lot of monsters in there. There's a lot of. Tons of Easter eggs as a fear Godzilla fan, a kaiju uh, monster fan. Tons of references to old movies and shit. You know the the you know Rodan's there, Mothra's there, you know Ghidra's there. All that shit, <laughs> and they all look cool. It's just they won't show enough of them, you know. And that's what sucks. And, I, and you know, and I you know as a Godzilla fan, I don't get to see Godzilla movies in the theater that often. I'm always watching them. I mean, I pretty much grew up watching them on TV all my life. So when I get the chance to see one, like I really relish it. You know what I mean? So just, and it just sucks. You go there to see what you want to see, but you don't get to see what you want to see. So I was like, I, was, I found it disappointing, you know? So. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I've been hearing like mixed reviews on it. Not, not by Ryan Tomatoes. Fuck Ryan Tomatoes. Like actually I go to my Facebook page about people that I trust, you know, people on my timeline and seeing what they're saying about it. Some people like it, some people hate it. It's it's a divisive movie from what I'm getting from. Yeah, it. it's not totally terrible. It is better than the other one. Okay. Um, it's better than the one in the '90s where he looked like a fucking iguana and shit. Oh and yeah, was, Matthew Broderick. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I mean, he's running away from a helicopter. Like, what the fuck does Godzilla? Why is Godzilla running away from a helicopter? Right. <laughs> Godzilla. That Godzilla is a big giant super pussy. Right. So, so it's not the, that. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's better than a lot of that shit. And and I and as for for American made Godzilla movies, it's probably the best one. And like I said, there is a lot of monsters in this movie. It's just so, you know, inconsistent. Like you just kept cutting away from what you want to see, and that's what was so frustrating. It's like you know, there's there's monsters, they do fight, and there's they're in it a lot, you know. So I can see people going, "Oh, cool! There's so much monsters in this movie. It's awesome!" Blah 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 blah. I can see them saying that, but for me, I'm like. I want to see them fight, you know. I want to see the battle. I want to see the big epic fight. And it just kept sh cutting away and showing humans doing shit I didn't give a fuck about. You know. Wow. So, that's how I that's that's how I came out of it. It's like, eh, it was a like, eh. <laughs> you know. Okay. Maybe I maybe I was just too excited. Maybe I was just too hyped. I don't know. 
you know? <laughs> a meh out of five. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. It's oh. a meh. I ain't oh. even going to score it. I'll just give it a eh. <laughs> Not even a meh. I'll give it one less letter. I'll give it a eh. <laughs> <laughs> it was eh. Oh, shit. Okay. Hello? Right. Yeah, I'm still here. You here? Oh, oh, yeah, I, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. Heard you the whole time. All right. So we're moving past that. Uh, OB, OBS did cut off, but it cut back on. Okay, so it looked like we're still good. All right, so we're going to keep going. Uh, let's talk about some DC. Some, DC. some big, big DC news happened. All right. Okay, even though we talked about it last week, but it's official now. Okay, it's official because, uh, what, what's the guy's name? Oh. <laughs> Are we talking about Batman? Yeah, I forgot his name <laughs> okay. already. The new Batman. Rob, Rob, Rob Patterson? Patterson? Yeah, that guy. Pat- that yeah. guy. He, Batman. No, well, Patman apparently didn't work. That's what I was going to call him. And I thought okay. I was going to catch on. I thought I was going to get residuals from that. But apparently some asshole website decided to call him Baddison. Baddison? So that sounds stupid. I don't know. I started thinking, like, should I Bad- do that? No. Which one, Patman or Baddison? Uh, Gomer and I, was not. we were going back and forth for, like, which one should be, you know, coined or, you know, put together. And it was like, I don't know. So... I, I like Patman, but I guess Baddison is what's going to catch on. So we'll see. We'll see. It's official now because last week we talked about it was like a rumor, but it's official now because Matt Reeves actually tweeted himself. Yeah. So it's it's a done deal. This is no longer, you know, is Beast going to play him or Sparkly Batman? No, it's going to be Sparkly Batman. It's going to be him. And I know everybody's freaking out about it because they think Batman's going to have, you know, sparkly powers in the movie. <laughs> he won't. Calm down. <laughs> So, like I said, it's a white dude with a jawline. He'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But that's much, not yeah. right. But that's not why I want to talk about DC because DC slipped another movie under the radar on us and didn't tell us about it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So let me yeah. let me set this up because we we thought okay, we wanted Batman, we wanted Shazam, we wanted Wonder Woman and Joker, but who know we wanted Melissa McCarthy in a yeah, DC man. movie. That's that's what we that's what we were missing. So, yeah, I mean, I, I like when you sent me the trailer. I was and it said DC. I thought it was DC. It was on the app. Right. So this almost made me get the app too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's a movie coming out. I was like, oh shit, because it looked cool. Like I want to watch that. So, so. Let, me, let me paint the picture on this. So apparently, there is a new DC movie coming out that nobody and you probably seen the trailer of it, uh, listeners. We probably didn't know it was DC. It's called The Kitchen, and it's about this mm-hmm. nineteen. It's like this nineteen seventies crime drama. With uh, Melissa McCarthy, Tiffany Haddish. Who's the third one? I forgot. It's the third I don't one. know. I, I can't remember her name either. But <laughs> doesn't matter. Anyway, so it's a movie with Melissa McCarthy and Tiffany. Tiffany Haddish is going to be in a DC movie. What the fuck? Yeah. That's what we are now, people. <laughs> Some people say it's either a good thing or this is basically how bad DC is getting right now. <laughs> so, But yeah, it's it's based. I looked it up, Eli. It's uh, based on a vertical book. For those who don't know what vertical is, because we got to break this shit down every time, vertical is based like the adult line of DC Comics. You know, mm-hmm. no Superman and Batman in there. This is where you can curse and swear and show titties and all this stuff like that. That's Vertigo. So it was a vertical book like around in 2015. It ran about eight issues or so, and they basically opted into a movie. So, so who wrote it? Was it one of those Millar or something? I, I looked at that. It's a guy I don't know. Oh, I don't okay. know the writer, I don't know the artist. Okay. I will say this. Now, when you asked me, was it on DC Universe? And I looked it up. I was like, it's not on DC Universe. So the comic's not on DC Universe. But you know what the comic is on? Comicsology Unlimited. 
Oh, shit. They have it. <laughs> so before the movie comes out, I will read that entire graphic novel in entirety going into the movie. So that way, when we actually, when the movie comes out, I can do like a comparison. Okay, graphic novel did this, did that, blah, blah, blah. Go back and forth. We can, you know, go from there. And so as of right now, I didn't get a chance to do that because I was busy doing something else. And since we're going to stick with DC, can we stick with DC? Yeah. Now we can talk about Swamp Thing. Da, 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 da. Da, da, da. You know what? DC is DC is diverse. They, okay. They, they all the stuff we just talked about. We talked about Batman. We talked about a crime drama, and now we're talking about Swamp Thing because Swamp Thing is really not a superhero like property. It's really no, like, not really. It's really like sci-fi, supernatural horror. Depending on who's writing it, it could either be strictly science fiction or strictly supernatural, depending on you know what they decide to do with the character at the time. But, uh, Eli, I'm going to let you go first. What do you think about the, the pilot episode of, of Swamp Thing? I thought it was pretty cool. Okay. You know, I saw the trailer, and I'm like, wow, that looks dope. I want to check that out. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'll find – hello? What the hell? I'm, I'm still here. I, I don't know. Okay. I think it's OBS and, on my end. Up. Man, the feds fucking listening in on shit. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure we ran this is something I said fucked up that I'm here yeah, all that shit talking about Frank Lucas and shit. <laughs> <laughs> they say Frank Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways, yeah, Swamp Thing. Yeah, um, th- th- this is what finally motivated me to finally get uh, the DCU app. So, um, yeah, I-, I checked it out. I mean, I'm familiar with the Swamp Thing. I remember the old movie, the one that Wes Craven did. Wes Craven, yeah. Yeah, the fr- in fact, the my first exposure to Swamp Thing was through uh, – was it Fangoria or was it Famous Monsters? I had the issue. I think it was Famous Monsters. I had the issue with Swamp Thing in it. And I was like, oh, shit, this looks cool. You know, I want to see this movie. I saw the movie, thought it was cool. I didn't know it was a comic book. So when I, you know, went to, you know, grab my comics and shit and I saw a Swamp Thing comic, I was like, holy shit. Number, you know, number 20 something. I was like, really? This thing's been going on for a while. I had no idea that it was a comic book. So I, I actually read you know, got some Swamp Thing comics for a spell when I was a kid. You know, and this is way before I think Alan Moore ever did his run. So I never read the the, the cooler Swamp Thing stories. I, you know, right. So um, yeah, but when I saw the trailer, I was like, "This looks freaking cool, man! It looks like a horror flick." You know, and I'm a big horror guy, so yeah, I checked it out. I watched it. Um, I I enjoyed it. I thought the effects were cool, like the fucking you know. There's like some, you know, the thing, you know, John Carpenter's the thing, some Evil Dead shit, you know, <laughs> with the the trees. I don't know if you've seen Evil Dead where trees tend to rape people. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. It really fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's what it reminded me of, and it was gory. It had cool effects, and I was like, cool. Um, the first, uh, yeah, the first episode was, uh, you know, just the origin. So, just so he hasn't become, he becomes the Swamp Thing. Spoilers. At the end of the episode, like the last five seconds of the uh, of the show, so yeah, yeah. Because when it first started out, I was like, "Oh shit, is this? Why is the Swamp Thing fucking with these people? Right? Are they poachers or something?" I was like, like "Oh shit, is he a bad guy? Is he evil? Like, yeah, what, what's the deal? I was wondering what the fuck is this, and then I, you know, then it starts going on, and then like, and then they got the Alec uh, Alec dude, and I'm like, "Oh well, ain't that him?" So he's not the Swamp Thing yet. Well, what the fuck's going on? So it was cool, like a mystery to watch it unfold, this virus thing going on and this formula that, you know, you know, Arcane and hearing the names Arcane and shit like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, hoping the Unmen show up. So, 
<laughs> so, so yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty cool. So. Okay. My, my thing about it, honestly, I was watching it. I, I kind of, even though it was in a swamp, I forgot I was watching a Swamp Thing show because he didn't show up to the very end. But I was digging the show anyway. Mm-hmm. Just because I was like digging the character, like you said, Abby Arcane was in there. I think she used to be on Gotham. I think she used to be like Falcone or some shit like that. She did look familiar. I was she wondering. Familiar. Yeah, yeah I, I think she was on there. So it was cool. She's pretty hot too, so I was watching it too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it, it seemed like she's the main character because when Alec Holland showed up, I didn't catch on that that was him until like 40 minutes into the show. I like, oh, he's supposed to. I remember the name Alec Holland from the, from the Wes Craven movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But when he showed up in the movie, even I mean the TV show, even though he was there, I paid no attention. I thought, oh, he's just some guy, you know. Yeah. Until somebody finally said that's Alec Holland, I'm like, oh, so that's gonna be Swamp Thing, you know. But he didn't yeah. Swamp Thing to the very end. But he's not the focus. She's the focus of the show, you know. And you're trying to find out what her backstory is and why she left the town and why everybody in town hates her stuff like that. And I thought it's pretty interesting. And then at the very end, when he finally became Swamp Thing, you're like. Oh, okay. They tying all this together, you know. Yeah. So I'm curious to see where this show goes. I mean, it's uh, seemed like another interesting show that DC DC has been cranking these shows out, and it's completely a different different feel from the other shows they had. Like Doom Patrol was all wacky and weird, and and Teen Titans was kind of kind of supernatural. It, Teen Titans was basically trying to be a bunch of shit: superhero, supernatural, action, horror, what the fuck ever. With this, it knows what it wants to be. It wants to be a horror show, horror yeah. genre show. I thought I was watching like Resident Evil or some shit like that, but I was yeah. like, that's cool with me. Fuck it. Make a Resident Evil show like this. I'll watch this shit. Yeah, I saw James Wan and uh, uh, what's his name? Len Wein. He, they, well, James Wan does the Conjuring movies and Saw. And like Len Wein, he did like the, the like Underworld movies. So it, it did have this cool horror gothic. Wait, did they have something to do with this? Yeah, they were. I saw the names. They were producers on. It. Oh, cool. Okay, I'm, I'm yeah. interested. Okay. Yeah. So this whole southern gothic horror feel, I thought was awesome. Like the the look of it, it just looks cool. It looks like yeah, like I said, the whole horror atmospheric, you know, creepy swamp shit was cool. You know, mm-hmm. and then the effects, you know, fucking yeah, that you know the the body horror, you know, <laughs> all right, that like shit the, was the damn cool. tree yeah. like popped out of the dude and then it started attacking people. I was like, okay, that's kind of fucked up. You know. Yeah. That's what I was wondering. I was like, what the fuck is what like what the fuck is this? Like that that ain't the swamp thing. Like, yeah. So that's why I was wondering what's what the fuck was going on, you know? And yeah. until I went, oh, he ain't he, this this ain't the swamp thing. This is just like fucked up. Like the chemicals are fucking with the plants or some shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And I was like, the, the show can take his time. I don't I don't mind about that because I'm just in I'm trying to see what the mystery is about it. Because, you know, the show is a uh, you know play it basically it's a pilot episode so it's planting a bunch of seeds right you know no pun intended but it's planting seeds <laughs> about you know where the show is going and, it, and it's interesting for me i'm like okay i'm sold i want to see where it goes in the next episode you know yeah and i totally it looks it feels like uh like frankenstein like he's gonna be like a frankenstein-esque character and you know uh well that's always been sort of that element that you know the the rejected his freaks yeah <laughs> <laughs> You know, so yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I thought it was pretty cool, man. Okay. Um, now, here's the thing. Like I said, we talked about Swamp Thing and we talked about DC Universe. Now I can actually talk about this because once the show ended, and this is very sly DC Universe, all of a sudden, would you like to read more? The Alan Moore comic started showing up on the app also, like right next to it. Like, read more if you want to click it. And I got curious. And I decided to read, okay, I just watched this show. 
I'm pretty interested in it, seeing what's going on. Let me click this Alan Moore uh, comic book and see what's saying. Because, you know, everybody keeps raving about, oh, this Alan Moore run of Swamp Thing is the greatest thing ever of all time, you know. So I read the first issue, Eli. That issue fucked me up. <laughs> well, it's Alan Moore, man. What the- it's Alan Moore. That shit, like the first issue. I was like, what the fuck did I just read? <laughs> I got to tell you what the fuck happened, man, because I, I, I've never thought about that they took Swamp Thing this area. Okay, so we you seen the Wes Craven movie where Swamp Thing, where Alec Holland is a scientist. He gets to a, a lab uh, accident. You know, he goes to the Swamp Thing. He comes out of Swamp Monster, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, Alan Moore said, fuck all that shit. Okay. <laughs> Everything you thought you knew about Swamp Thing, I'm throwing this shit out the window. So what happened in his run, he's saying, no, Alex Holland, when he got in, you know, in that lab accident, ran to the swamp, he died. Matter of fact, he was dead before he even hit the water. You know, okay. like a dark man where he just like got thrown in the swamp or some shit like that. It was basically like that. So when he hit the swamp, his body was decomposing. He was dead. Alex Holland did not kill out. What happened is that the plants started you know eating his body you know the key kale or whatever like that started eating his body decompose eating his decomposing body <laughs> the kale <laughs> i don't know i made the shit up i don't know but somehow the plants like absorbed his consciousness so basically oh, okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So i the think plant i heard about this yeah assumed and thought it was alex alec holland it thought it was well, human yeah so, which one yeah where it's like i read another one where it's like the, the plants are trying to imitate humans it's like their version of a human or whatever right right because they're, they're thinking they have humanity you know yeah and it, the whole story was fucked up because the whole time like they said that swamp thing has never killed anybody before because you know he thinks he's human stuff like that so when he reads he reads the uh the notes on him that he was never human he flips the fuck out and start going crazy and okay the spoiler alert remember the old dude in the tv show sutherland no okay you gotta watch the show again. It was like the the guy in the town hall that was making. Oh, the, oh, the the character. The character. I thought you, yeah. I thought I thought there was a the the Southland. That's what I'm thinking of. I thought you said the TV show Southland. I don't even know what that is, but okay. No, Sutherland. The, Sutherland. The, the that guy. Yeah, 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 the yeah, 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 Sutherland. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Sutherland was the guy that took you know Swamp Thing's body, put him in an autopsy, thinking because he shot him in the head, he's dead because he thought he was human. He was like, no. He's not human. None of his organs even work. His organs just imitate, you know, humans, but none of that shit even work and shooting him in his head don't work. So when he found out he's not human, he kills that guy. He was like, because he's like, I have no humanity. I'm not human. I can do the fuck I want to. And the whole story is about him gaining his humanity and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, Alan Moore, you fucked my head up with the first issue. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm going to read the rest of that run and see what the fuck happened. Because they say this shit gets weird you know when you get down to the end of yeah it. i've heard that it's like his that alan moore's swamp thing run is like on like the top 10 of comics of all time and yeah that's, they they put it up there so yeah we, we, i'll see how Damn, it go. i'll, I'll let you know but that that first issue fucked me up so <laughs> uh let me say we won't pass that now we pass the dc oh but you but you but you like the show oh yeah yeah, yeah. I, did, I did like the show i did like the show because I saw your post saying this show's pissing me off and shit. Okay, can I talk so, about that? I wasn't going to yeah. talk about that, but since you brought that up, I'll talk about that. Okay. Because <laughs> some people got pissed at me for saying that. Basically what happened is, for those that hadn't watched the first episode of, of Swamp Thing, before the credits even roll, they kill the black dude. I'm like, now I, I understand there were three dudes in the boat, two of them were white, one of them was black, but the thing was, the other two white dudes, you didn't see them get killed. 
the black dude got fucking impaled by a fucking uh, tree monster. <laughs> yeah, he got raped by the trees, Evil Yo, Dead like, style. Man, like, damn, what the fuck? <laughs> and what's fucked up about it is that I recognize the black actor. <laughs> you know, so I see him in the game. I'm like seeing him in the role. I'm like, oh, he's in this show? Okay, well, let me watch this show. I like that guy. He was in the last thing he was in. I'm glad this guy's getting work. Five seconds later, boom, dead. I'm like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> so it's going to just kill the guy automatically. So that, that shit did piss me off. Now, I, the reason people saying they I shouldn't keep bringing stuff up, oh, leave race alone and stuff like that, just because I see stuff like that doesn't mean I'm going to boycott or it doesn't mean I'm going to cancel Swamp Thing, thing like that. But at the same time, that doesn't mean I, I'm not allowed to not call it out for what it is. Yeah. No, I, I hear you. I mean, yeah. that's, I, hey, I, that's what happened to me with Suicide Squad. Right. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And right. I saw that shit two years in the making. I was like, how long is the native guy going to survive Suicide Squad? And <laughs> They didn't you know give him a cool saying? intro like everybody else did. You know, like with the, no. the stats and shit, nothing. No, you, what you saw of him is what you saw on the trail. They even had posters and shit making like pretending like he was going to be a big thing and he's the first one dead. And right. <laughs> and like I said, we're we watching a horror movie. How many times have we seen this trope in a horror movie where the black dude dies before the credits even roll? You know, <laughs> Jurassic Park. I went and got popcorn, saw that movie. Black dude already dead. Uh, Screen <laughs> 2, Jada Pickett and, and Omar Epps. I go get popcorn. They come back, they already dead. I'm like, fuck, man. Like I said, they even said, be late for these like movies, she even so said in that movie. Right. Yeah, Jada Pinkett even said in that movie, Good, the black people never survive. Right. <laughs> so it's almost comical at this point, but at the same time, you're like, come on, guys. Y'all yeah. see this shit. Y'all don't have to keep doing it. Yeah, I mean, no, I hear it. I, I'm the same way. Whenever I see, you know, I mean, it's like almost like, why'd you put the native in here? You should have just left, left the native out and don't put a native in the movie if you're just going to, you know, if he's going to be in buckskin or fucking flutes are going to play or a hawk cry is going to fucking right you know it's like you're, <laughs> like, you're trying to promote diversity but you're really not yeah just leave the leave the native out of it that way i don't go there right you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying but no i hear you you, you, you try you, you you gotta yeah yeah i mean because here's the thing if, if i call out yeah. if i call out every single trope that i see in any sci-fi and fantasy i wouldn't watch any of this shit yeah because it's so much of it I see. So some of that shit you do have to kind of compartmentalize and just keep moving. You're like, okay, I see the shit again. But you know what? I'm just watching it again. You know, whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah, so it some, happens. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I, I, I'm the same way. I, I see shit all the time. And I'm like, eh, eh, yeah, there it is. Oh, should I be that guy and say some shit? Because I know <laughs> I'm going to make everybody uncomfortable and they're going to get all pissed off. And then, you know, and then they're going to think, yeah. And like, or should I shut the fuck up? Yeah, you got to make that decision. You know, like, 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 get out. It's it's get out all over again. The party at get out all over. Right? Should you say something? Should you stay quiet? You yeah. know, just yeah, yeah. Like, and and yeah. sometimes I do. Sometimes you do stay quiet. You just like, you know, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just not say anything. I'm gonna just let it pass by. And sometimes you just like, fuck it. No, I'm gonna say something. You know? Yeah. Like I, I just like I just joined this horror group, this local horror group on Facebook, like a bunch of metalheads talking about horror and shit, and they brought up the Green Inferno. You know, okay. Eli Roth's, you know, South American cannibal Indian tribe, oh, you know, horror. I, I, I remember you reviewed this movie. I know this didn't end well. Yeah, and I, I, I saw, I saw, oh, everybody, everybody, I love this movie. And they, they're all like, yeah, this movie's cool, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, should I? I just joined this group <laughs> two days ago. Right. Should I be that guy? I'm like, ah, fuck it. Because I don't want to sit here for the next fucking two hours, you know, 
you know, hopefully I'm educating people, but in the end, I'm just pissing everybody off. Right. So like, <laughs> you got to know when to pick your battles. That's the thing. Yeah, I'm like, ah, fuck it. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to even go there. I, I almost I almost put the Hannibal Buress uh, gif whack. But, <laughs> but I was like, nah, nah. Just, just let them have their fun. You know, you, you're still yeah. feeling your way around the group and stuff, you know. So. Yeah, yeah. So. so that's my thing. Yes, I did like the Swamp Thing trailer that beginning scene did annoy me just like it does in every horror movie whenever i see that stuff but you know <laughs> but i gotta but, say that shit was brutal like that's the thing that was so brutal about it. i like because i didn't see this shit come I'm like i mean i honestly i'd almost feel better about it if i didn't recognize the actor like if it was just some random black actor when i saw the guy i was happy to see him and then he just killed him off like it was nothing i'm like oh fuck they killed the fuck out of him. Right. He got it worse than anybody. Like, what the, <laughs> like fuck? the other two died off screen. Right. <laughs> That's the shit that I was like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. That's all. But I, 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 we'll see how the show goes. Now, if they kill another black dude before the credits roll episode two, I'm be like, okay, hold on, man. Well, are there any more black guys on the show? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I'm getting the fuck out of this town. <laughs> Oh, can we move on to the next day? Let's let's move on. Let's uh, can we talk about Rambo Five? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Rambo Five. Like I said, I love Rambo. I am a Rambo fanatic. Love Rambo. My my PlayStation name and Steam name and Xbox name are all Black Rambo. <laughs> yeah, so so I love Rambo. I watched all this movie time. Uh, they come up with a fifth one. They've been talking about the plot of this one for a while. Basically saying that he was gonna go back to I guess Arizona or some shit like that. And mm-hmm. he was going to get, you know, harassed by the local gang, stuff like that. And he was just going to go Rambo on them, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's pretty much the plot of this movie. And they finally make it. So, it's Rambo the Last Ride or the Last Night. Or what, last Blood. It? Last Blood. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So, it's the last one. Who knows where it goes. Uh, Eli, what what you think about it? I'm yeah, I'm stoked. I, I love the, the last Rambo movie was dope. Yeah. I think well, might be the like, best one. That, that shit like the most brutal movie i've ever seen i mean if you've seen something brutal in that you let me know because the way he was just like he had a machete just chopping people in half <laughs> he you fucking know? yeah blowing people apart right like, like what the fuck man like a fucking jason movie, movie <laughs> right. and shit. Uh, and yeah i love time, that shit and and like i said the old Ram- 80s rambo movie i think they said at the time rambo 3 came out i think they said it was like the like the most on-screen deaths of any movie of all time. They're like Rambo just just mowing down people, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no telling how many he killed in Rambo Four, you know. Yeah. So, no, like, I was just yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying he got to up the body count in five. I mean, it's Rambo, you know, last yeah. one. Yeah. Don't let John Wick outdo you. <laughs> they said John Wick. I saw something the other day. They said John Wick in three movies has killed more people than Freddy and Jason in all their movies combined. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm like you cannot let John Wick. Out. John Wick is a newcomer. You got to show him how you do it. You, you got to show him how it's done. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> no, yeah, but I, I love Rambo too. I, I mean, me and my brother had the toys. They, they had the little toy. That was a cartoon on. That was a cartoon. That's how fucked up we were in the eighties. <laughs> yeah, we had a. Car- they had a cartoon about this shit. Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't supposed to be watching this stuff, man. Yeah. But those are dope. Those figures were dope. I had, we had a bunch of we had a bunch of even the ninjas and shit we had, you know, fucking. Uh, yeah, I saw pretty much except the first one, First Blood. I seen every other one in the theater, even as a kid. OK, you know? so, yeah, I, I, I love Rambo fucking stoked for this new one. You know, I, I was a little I worried about the hat. wrote the second one. Did he? I think so. 
Okay, yeah, he goes back to V. Well, yeah, it's all about POWs and shit. And, yeah. You know, so yeah, I could see that. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm down. I'm down for Rambo, and he's part native. He's Davalo. That's, that's what I was about to say. They say he's half German, half Native American. Yeah. yeah so. so I can claim him. <laughs> Did he ever say what tribe he's from? Or I guess it's in the book. He's Navajo. That, that probably explains why he goes back to Arizona. Okay, so it's actually in the book. They didn't just make that shit up for Rambo too to make him seem yeah. because oh, that's why he's so good with the bow and arrow. I'm like, really? That's like... <laughs> I just thought that because he was like he had that tan or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that's that Italian tan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, more Rambo for us. I still think Rambo can whoop Hawkeye's ass in a fight. You can make Rambo an Avenger. Oh, man, I have that all the time. I say Rambo's the, yeah, I mean, with Anthony. I think we did that a few, uh, like, last year on an episode of Geek Savs. We had, an, like, a, a battle royale between, like, Commando and, you know, Braddock from Mission Impossible, you know, Chuck Norris and shit. Like, who would win in, out of a fight between all them and Rambo and shit? Yeah. I was like, Rambo, yo. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you could take those guys, like, re- replace Hawkeye. Get Hawkeye the fuck out of there. Or Black Widow with her pew-pew guns, you know. Get John Wick. Get Rambo, you know, get some of those guys in there. James Bond, fucking put him in there and see what they do, you know, with the Avengers, how they fight an alien invasion. I think uh, Vin Diesel from, from uh, Fast and the Furious, they fight, damn near about to fight aliens anyway. See what they do with the Avengers. Yeah. Or Vin Diesel as Riddick. No. Yeah, right. He's pretty much like the same guy all the time. It's just Vin Diesel in space, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. That being said, can we move on to the next part of the podcast? Yeah. Now I want to talk about the video game uh, news because we got a bunch of video game news. Well, I got a bunch of video game news I want to run through. And basically, I want to talk about the first thing they actually released uh, the newest Kojima game, Death Stranding. There's been like a huge amount of hype on this. It's an eight minute gameplay trailer. And when it finally came out, I'm like, eh, okay. <laughs> it's another one of those games, like weird as fuck. Uh, your boy from uh, Walking Dead is in it. Oh, yeah? Oh, Megan? Not Negan, not the cool one. Uh, uh, Normus Reedus or something. Oh, Daryl. I guess, yeah. He's he's the he's the head guy. Okay. Mad Mickelson, I think, is the bad guy. Oh no shit. Yeah, he's in it, and oh uh, yeah, just another weird looking game. He's walking around with a baby or some shit. I don't know. Uh, something I was excited about when I saw this. Eli, for the first time, I think since two thousand nine, I'm excited for Call of Duty. Oh yeah, really? They got a Call of Duty like it, like every year they come up with a Call of Duty game. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about Call of Duty. But this year, they're not they're not calling it Call of Duty three, or Call of Duty four, or Call of Duty eight or eighteen. They're just calling it Modern Warfare. Going back to base, Modern Warfare. Oh okay. Yeah. So they showed the trailer of it. It's got all kind of cool shit going on. But this is what interests me about this. So they said they're doing something. They said it couldn't be done. It's going to be crossplay compatible. So if you have an Xbox. You can play with the PlayStation 4 people. PlayStation 4 people, you can play with the Xbox. If you have either one of those, you can play with the PC people. So it's going to be PC, PS4, and Xbox. All cross-link compatible. Nobody can ever talk shit again. On whatever platform you want, they can find you. So this, this Fortnite shit is actually going to games people play now. So that's what's so awesome about it. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's what I got. I think it was something else on here. Uh, oh, Mortal Kombat. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mortal Kombat, they released the DLC, and the DLC is uh, Shang Tsung. And they actually got the voice actor from the movie. Yeah, I saw that. And they mo him also. 
So when he kills you at the end, he points to the screen and goes, your soul is mine. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I don't even like more combat, but that shit's like, man, look, how much money I got in the account now? <laughs> and, so, and plus they had now some other DLC coming out. They got some other more combat folks like uh, Nightwolf and, and Sindel and Rain. I don't know. And Spawn. Oh, that's, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, Spawn's coming back. Al Simmons coming back. Oh, cool. So, that guess they're trying to make him a thing again. It's the 90s all over again. So, I mean, hell, Mortal Kombat is 90s as it gets. So, shit. Oh, you know, I uh, I, I played Dead or Alive 6 the other day at my brother's. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, what'd you think? It's it's It was a little awkward mm-hmm. because it's got a block button. I'm so used to, like, Tekken and shit where you, you just hit back. Or like you know, Street Fight, or like Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah, we kind of just hit back, and that's your block. So yeah, I was no, like, I mean, there's the 3D games; they're all like that. So yeah. Yeah, so I was a little like, oh man, that that was fucking me up, and the timing, but I was all right. It was fine, you know. Bouncing TDs and all the stuff. That's yeah, the there, there, it was all right. I mean, I, we didn't have he didn't have any of the like the the slutty outfits unlocked yet, so you know. Let me think about. Uh, <laughs> Yo, Dead or Alive 6. I looked up, cause you know they got DLC for all the uh, characters stuff like that. I think I looked up the DLC on that game. If you buy all of it, I think it's like over $1,000. Oh, shit. Man, yeah, like wild. you buy all of them. It's like, why would anybody buy that shit? And he was saying, my brother was saying, like, yeah, man, they toned it down as far as, like, the boobs and shit. I'm like, well, what's the fucking point? Because right. you were that talking about that. That's the reason selling it, right. It's supposed to be, like, Tekken with titties. So, yeah, I was like, "What the hell is the if point?" If not, I'm just gonna play Tekken. <laughs> yeah, you know, she's yeah. All the all the chicks are wearing these big giant curtains and shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you gotta so. know where your strengths are. You can't sell it on actually being a good fighting game. Sell yeah, because it, <laughs> it was. I mean, the fighting it was a little stiff. Like I like getting the timing down. Right. You know what I mean? It's and like, getting it's combos. Like combat without blood. You know, Mortal yeah. Kombat knows what it is. If they take the blood out of Mortal Kombat, nobody would play it. Yeah, so I, I found a little step. Out of yeah. Dead or alive, nobody's gonna play that shit. Yeah, and just trying to get a combo going, I was like, "What the fuck? How, how are these?" Well, like, I just see, pressed that, the that's same thing about button. Dead or alive. Dead or alive doesn't have combos. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's like I can't get the guy to, I can't get him to do shit. Like it's just like is, one punch at a time or something. That's what it's like four or five <laughs> kicks at a time. Because the thing is, I actually tried to, because I, I try to be a fighting game connoisseur, so I actually tried to take Dead or Alive seriously and try to learn the fighting mechanics of it. Until, you know, people in college saw me and was like, oh, you're playing that game again. Don't play it by, <laughs> yeah. Don't play it by yourself. Don't play it. Yeah, he's learning how to play with one hand, you know, like, no. So, so like, you know, I'm going to just put this game away. But, yeah, when I play it, it's, like, really shallow. It's like there's no combos to it. It's, like, really simple. It's like, the only reason to play the game is for titties. Otherwise, I go play a better game. So, yeah. It's actually free, free to play, so you can just download and just play it. So yeah, well, he added us. He has the Xbox One X or whatever. He just you know. So. Okay. No oh, titties in 4K. <laughs> yeah, all that shit. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all so, right. <laughs> I had the volleyball game. <laughs> I'm just making this. This this whole podcast is confessional. <laughs> was that the she kicks high? Was that that commercial? Yeah, that was. <laughs> Everybody remembers that one. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Last thing I want to talk about, they actually have a uh, Xbox has announced because they, basically E3 is right down the corner. That's why we got so many games coming out right now. But Xbox announced that Game Pass is coming to PC. So now they got this subscription service where you can play all the games. You know, you just pay like a Netflix service and play the games to it. 
Now mm-hmm. those same servers are coming to to PC, so I don't have to buy an Xbox. I can just play the games on PC. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. And so now, like I said, this is Pride Month, and I'm a heterosexual male. Yeah. But <laughs> who do I have to do a reach around to get Ninja Gaiden One and Two on PC? Oh, that's all I want to know. Okay. I got two hands, boys. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Not to know those are the my, my brother loves those games. Like, I love those games. I remember yeah. when I found that they went back to back, I was like, I'm this close to buying the Xbox, but I don't want to buy the Xbox One X five hundred dollars just to play one damn game. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not that invested. Just my so. kid got into them too. I played one of them like not like back in the day. Well, I remember them from Nintendo. So well, the, the Nintendo's the, one completely different than the Xbox one. Yeah, and then they they made the Xbox version. That was fucking cool. Yeah, or yeah, yeah that, that was cool too. Hey, the the guy that made Data Alive made the Ninja Gaiden games. Oh, well, there you go. Damn, well, not the old ones, but the Xbox ones. So they got about a bunch of bouncing titties in those too. <laughs> you know, so. yeah. best of both worlds. But they were actually pretty good. So you got the best of both worlds. <laughs> uh, yeah. That being said, can we move on to the actual next part of the podcast? Sure. Okay, this is the part where we got, we got a lot of stuff going on. So this is actually the part where we actually talk about the comic books because the comic book bullies, and we're going to dig into it, and we're going to talk about all the books that came – well, not all of them, but the ones we liked. you know. Yeah. And there was one specific book that came out this week that pretty much has the comic book world, the industry, buzzing right now, and we're going to get into it. We're just going to jump right into it. That is Doomsday Clock number 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, After you know, how many months? Three months? Four months? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's just the last one. I mean, uh, like I said, on Comic Cast, I think Gomer said this book had been, like, it started back in 2017. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no shit. And it's still no, <laughs> no, you know, no stopping in sight. So, yeah, we're going to go from there. So, Eli, did you get a chance to read uh, Doomsday Clock 10? I did, yes. Okay, cool. Let me just go into the summary, the synopsis. Let me do it the best way I can. Because there's a lot of shit that happened in this book. I'm trying to. I'm glad you're doing it, yes. (laughs) Okay, let me simplify it. I've read this book about four or five times. Let's see if I remember everything that happened. So basically, we're back with Dr. Manhattan. Dr. Manhattan is basically, you know, he can hop back and forth through time and do whatever he wants to. So he decides to hop from, it's basically showing like a background scene of how he hopped from the Watchmen universe to the regular DC universe. Now, in the the Watchmen universe, he has time travel powers where he can see from like the beginning of time in the Watchmen universe to the end of time in the Watchmen universe. No problem, back, forth, his linear, stuff like that. However, when it comes to the DC universe, it's not that simple. He looks in time, he sees a bunch of stuff that happened because he tries to come to the time where Superman was first seen, which was April 1938, which is actually the debut of Action Comics number one. That's when he actually jumps into the time. But when he comes here, there's no Superman. He's like, wait, what? what? You know, but then sometimes he's Superman, sometimes he doesn't. He's like, okay, this timeline is fucking confusing. I don't know what the hell is going on. So he decides that I need to find like a, a subject. I need to find a guy and kind of just focus on him and try to get a, you know, bead on his timeline. So he finds a homeless bum named Cor- Corver Carver. Did I say that right? Uh, Carver Carver, uh, something like that. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. He's not a superhero, so who gives a fuck who this guy is? Anyway, he finds this guy, takes to a diner, and he will actually, like, I'm a fuck with this guy's life and once i find out his life then it's going to give me a beat on this timeline so he like take this guy who like uh corver uh how would you like to be you want to be a movie Car- star right carver coleman carver, carver coleman. coleman i'm glad you did some research on this so we got carver coleman so like uh he asked him how would you like to be a movie star next year like yeah let me do it make some movie star how'd you like to bang the hottest supermodel you ever seen before yeah let me do it. how'd you like to win an oscar yeah i do that too okay 
uh, now next year, you won't be on this planet anymore. Bye. And then leaves. He's like, wait, wait, what? what? You can't just tell me. <laughs> yeah. you know, he just leaves. So that's the thing. But that, would have been, that would have been funny if that's how it said. If that's what he said in the book. And that's... <laughs> I wish that's what that's that, that was the dialogue. That, that's what I got from it. I was like, you just can't just tell somebody some shit like that. You, you ain't going to be on the planet next year. Later. <laughs> Probably what he should have told them, but yeah. So basically, once he's fucked around with Carver Coleman's like the whole time, then he starts to get a bead on this universe. Then he starts reasoning, like, okay, so he starts to see things blinking in and out. One time he does see Superman in 1938, you know, crashing a car against a wall like he did on the cover of Action Comics number one, and then he blinks his eye and he doesn't see it. He's like, so, okay, so I'm right. He sees the Justice Society of America because they was inspired by Superman. They're trying to recruit Superman to come to the team. Next thing he blinks his eye, they've never heard of Superman. Like, what? What? And then he keeps blinking his eyes and he sees different stuff like, okay, Superman's, you know, origin keeps getting pushed back into the 80s, into the 50s, into the 2000s, you know, in a thousand years from now, they know Superman. He was like, okay, what the hell is going on with this universe? And he starts looking at it. He starts, okay, I see what's going on now. So many people have been fucking with this universe. You got the Anti-Monitor. You got Extant. Uh, he didn't say it, but Parallax fuck with the universe like back in the, the 90s and shit like that. So like everybody keeps basically naming all the crises, the crises or whatever like that. There's always a crisis that's fucking with this universe and whatever happens to this universe affects every other multiverse around it. So there's no, there is no multiverse. It's a metaverse. So this dun, 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 dun. Right, it's a new thing. Grant, uh, not Grant Morrison. Jeff Johns just, you know, just made up out of, just pulled out of his ass. So this metaverse, whatever happens to this main universe here affects every other universe. So sometimes there's this is the only planet Earth. Sometimes it's 52. Sometimes it's infinite. You know, we don't know what the hell might happen. So Dr. Manhattan's like, you know what? Since everybody else is doing it, I'm going to do it too. So he just decided to fuck with the universe. And that's who created the new 52. You know, So it's Dr. Manhattan's fault. It's Dr. Manhattan's fault. Yeah. But here's the problem. So he created the new 52, but apparently, basically, the, the universe is kind of fighting him back like a bacteria, like a white blood cell. Because basically, like, okay, he erased things here and erased it. Like, he got rid of the Justice Society. So Justice Society doesn't exist. The reason they don't exist is because of him. He killed them all, you know, for, for lack of a better expression. Uh, but then he stuff that he thought that he got erased, like Wally West, white Wally West, not black Wally West, you know, keeps popping up and stuff like that. So he's like, okay, so he's popping up, telling them about that, you know, reverse Flash, Batman, the other Flash, everybody started finding out about him, and all of a sudden he's like, okay, this universe is fighting back at me because of what I did. Because what, what Dr. Manhattan did, he did something at the very beginning of the Doom 52, and then just stepped back and just let it play out. Just He wanted to see how everything would play out. But now everything is fighting him again, you know, coming to Mars, fighting him. He could have killed everybody instantly if he wanted to, but he decided to fuck with him a little bit, you know. And at the end of the book, Superman wakes up and he's fucking pissed, you know, because because he knows that all everybody's in Mars. Doctor Manhattan is fucking with Mars, and that's where it's gonna go. So that's pretty much the end of the book. I'm pretty sure I missed a whole bunch of bullshit in there, like a whole bunch of Carver Carver, Carver Coleman, whatever that dude name is. Well, it's definitely like a reflect, kind of a reflection of, I guess, his life was sort of. Uh, Kind of a reflection of Doctor Manhattan's life. Yeah, I guess. it you was, and not only his life, but also the character he was playing, also because he was an actor. Yeah, so because, there's all the yeah. there's a lot of deep 
layers to this fucking book. Like, <laughs> a lot yeah. of shit going on. I think it was a lot of over-explaining, because they could have simplified a little bit more, but basically that was the point of it. Because at the end of the day, the Corver Carver, Carver Coleman, whatever the dude name, really didn't matter. You know, he died halfway through the book anyway, so it didn't even matter what he had. But I see what you're saying, that it was a parallel between him and Dr. Manhattan. You know? Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah, like I said, this book, I just like how Jeff Johns tied all this shit together. The Dark Knight Metal, The Crisis in the 80s, Zero Hour, Crisis on Two Earths, Flashpoint, Rebirth, New 52. He tied all that shit together, just made it one thing. And then you still have parallels with the, uh, with the Watchmen also, you know, with the Just Society, with the Minutemen. You know, he was making parallels with those guys. It was also something else, Eli, that I went on Twitter and I started against some also. Some people are saying that this book, Jeff Johns, is basically making a critique. Or I won't even say critique. He's shitting on the DCEU and Zack Snyder specifically. Yes, that, and that's the thing. That's why I was, when, when, when I asked you earlier, I like, are you doing Doomsday Clock? Yeah. And you're like, yeah. I'm like, cool, because... I got some thoughts on that shit. I should have wrote down some notes to clarify them a little better. Well, but I'm glad I said I, something about it. Otherwise, we yeah. move on. No, but I saw that shit. I saw it not only just the DCEU. Yeah. I thought it was just like comic books in general. Unlike the retconning and people bitching about, you know, how stories are always retconned. And now this version of Superman or that version of Batman and blah, 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 blah. Right. And, and how he's trying to get into the universe and trying to understand you. And he can <clears throat> Yeah. Because shit gets keep rebooting all the damn time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, how come? Well, no, I thought Superman began in the 30s. But then, you know, he gets rebooted in other times. And, you know, like the New 52 was a reboot of the whole universe and blah, 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 blah. And that was a reaction. You know, the New 52 was a reaction. Like, we're going to make comics darker and more edgier and blah, exactly. blah, 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 blah. That's where I yeah. was getting at. Yep. I want yeah. to make, you know, Superman, I want to take Superman, make him darker, remove humanity from him instead of his parents telling him what he needed to do. He don't have parents. You know? Yeah. So, and and which is basically what Zack Snyder was doing. And by making Dr. Manhattan the, 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 the creator of the New 52, he's kind of saying, well, comic books became darker and more mature when The Watchmen and The Dark Knight Returns came out and in 86. And what was Zack Snyder's first DC movie? Yes. The Watchmen. The Watchmen. <laughs> and what, like, you've been saying this for years now. And 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 what was what was Batman v Superman? Like a bunch of Dark Knight Returns shit, you know? And plus and plus the, right, not only Dark Knight Returns shit, like if you watch Zack Snyder's Watchmen movie and BVS, there are so many parallels between those two movies. Mm-hmm. Superman <laughs> is basically Doctor Manhattan and Batman is basically what's that Al dude or whatever? Oh, uh, Night Owl or whatever? Some shit. Yeah, whatever. Or, or Rorschach, <laughs> one of those guys. But anyway, that's the whole point. Like, and matter of fact, he even had the uh, that Watchmen button or whatever. Yeah, the like, button. It yeah. shows up a bunch of times in BBS. Yeah. Well, the button or not. Well, the just the book Rebirth, which launched Rebirth, he kind of made that. We're like, we're going to bring back all the shit that you missed. That everything you bitched about the New 52, we're going to bring that all back. Because... Yeah, the New 52 was a way to try to get new comic book readers and get it more edgy and more violent and more darker and shit, which and is basically – Yeah, and no one wanted to see that shit. So he was basically saying, yeah, this was all be- this was all Island Moore's fault. Or in a sense, <laughs> this is Dr. Manhattan's fault. Right. <laughs> or whatever you want to call him. Because that's basically yeah. what Dr. Manhattan was. If you want to be you know, 
philosophical about it. He was basically like a DC editor. (laughs) (laughs) That's some deep shit, yo. (laughs) You know, he'd be metaphysical about it. That's why when people keep talking about, oh, how powerful is Dr. Manhattan or is he OP? You're kind of missing the point of the character, you know. The point is he's supposed to be OP. He's supposed to be a God-level character. He's supposed to be a character that looks down on the universe and whatever he wants to. There's not supposed to be a, a Dr. Manhattan versus D, uh, Superman fight. We know who would win that fight. That's not even yeah. supposed to be a fight. That's him looking down on the universe and basically saying what's going on. You know? or, uh, yeah, or you can even take it. I mean, I, this was a, just another thought that entered my brain while reading it. I was like, Dr. Manhattan is basically a new comic book reader. Trying to get into trying to get into trying to get into the DC DC stories. Right. Like, what should I start? Which story should I start out with? Which you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? There's all these different fucking timelines and shit. Like, you know, <laughs> how do I? You know what I'm saying? You know. <laughs> like, so yeah, I don't know. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I, I love the way Jeff Johns put that in there. It's enough subtle hints in there. He definitely threw a jab at Jack Snyder in there. I don't care what anybody says. He definitely did that. So, Eli, I'm going to do it. I'm going to give this book a five out of five. All right. Just the way, because, like I said, Jeff Johns, the way he wrote this stuff, Gary Frank killing with the art. Uh, Carver Coleman's story was interesting because did you did you see what uh, Remake is saying, why his mom was trying to blackmail him? Oh, yeah, because he was gay. He was gay. It, you didn't read it to the very end. Like, you had to read the, the notes at the end of it, why, yeah. his, why his mom was trying to do that stuff to him. So. Yeah. So, yeah, five out of five. Yeah. I just... Not even a question for me. This is still the best book out right now. It just takes forever for this shit to come out. That's all. Yeah. Now, I, I will say, as a book on itself, as just this issue by itself, yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's awesome. As part of the whole fucking story arc. Because remember, <laughs> the, la- the last issue, they started fighting. And I was like, oh, shit. Here we go. Doc versus fucking, the, 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 you know, the superhero, the super friends. And I was like, cool. So when I ca- got to this issue, I'm thinking, cool, we're going to see that battle. And it's like, oh, man. It's just the whole <laughs> issue on Doc Manhattan reflecting on him on shit. I'm like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so in that sense, I was, I was a little disappointed. <laughs> But yeah, as 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 a book on its own, yeah, this shit is crammed with a lot of layers and just all these ideas. And I'm glad you did it because you probably, I figured you would know these dates meant some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean every date was was a crisis. You know, '86 was that crisis. '56 was the Silver Age. All the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's so much shit going on just in this one issue. So yeah, it's good shit. So. <laughs> so yeah, Doomsday Clock, we pack with shit. Okay, Eli, I did my part. Now it's time for you to do the next book. So, <laughs> all right, I'll do the other, uh, the other big long book um, that came out. Let's see. Okay, yeah, I'll do uh, Batman Last Night on Earth. Ooh, book this, one. This is a rough one here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got Snyder and Capullo back together again. Supposedly you know, their the- last run on Batman. Yeah. So. Well, who knows? Yeah. I mean, these two, yeah, they reunited after, you know, creating arguably one of the best runs in comic book history. You know, so this is some weird post-apocalyptic world in the DCU where the Earth is left in ruins by some mysterious villain named uh, Omega that seemed to have killed Darkseid, you know. So we got a Batman clone. You know, wandering this wasteland, wondering what the fuck is going on. He meets up with uh, Wonder Woman, who is in some, like, underground lair shelter 
leading the last remnants of humanity to the underworld where Hades is and shit. Um, and she tells Bruce that he had a hand in this apocalypse, that it's basically his fault. So he, so Bruce takes um, the still living severed head of the Joker that's in a jar and basically goes on this mission to basically try to fix everything. You know, now I don't know about you, but I love the book. <laughs> I, I did love the book. I did. It was yeah. just a, a lot of stuff in there. Yeah. I, I, because the thing was, I thought the book was going to go one way and then it yes. went a completely different way. And, and that's I what I like. Yeah. Shit, you know, that's what I liked about it. I like that. How, it, the, how the story unfolded and where you ended up at the end were two different fucking places. Right. And you know I what like, I mean? Oh, I like, man, I wanted more of the Arkham stuff. You know, <laughs> you know so, I mean, that's the gist of, that's just the, the synopsis of what's happening. But yeah, how the story unfolded, you know, where, it, you know, it, it's so well paced. It starts out in Gotham and, you know, Batman finds some weird crime scene that resembles his parents' murder. And then he like wakes up in Arkham Asylum and they're telling him that Bruce was never Batman and that it was all a delusion. Now, is it me or did they get that from an internet meme? I don't know. That, that I, I saw I, that exact same thing in the internet meme. They were like, what if Batman really isn't Batman? He's really just an Arkham patient and all his bad guys are really doctors. I've seen that in internet memes pop up all the oh, time. Well, that's a great idea. I'll take it. Yeah. And that's basically what, ideas from internet, internet memes. Okay. Yeah. But that's basically what happened. It's like, yeah, all the doctors are all his, are reflections of all his enemies. Right, like Joker was Redman hood, like red hood, yeah. you know. He's in his padded cell, and there's a hole in the wall that has the the penny and the dinosaur right. and, the dinosaur and, dinosaur. and, and the padded you know. cell is really the Batcave, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and and like for the first half of the book, you're like wondering what the fuck is this? Is it is this a dream or is this you know? Did Scarecrow give him some fear toxin? You know, it's just weird shit, you know. And, and like. It started to make you wonder wonder what's going on. It, it reminded me of the Matrix, you know, in a way where like yeah, Neo yeah. wake you know, Neo wakes up and finds out that you know his whole life is a joke and everyone was in on it and reality is way more fucked up and he lives in this fucked up post apocalyptic wasteland and shit. So just how the story unfolded was just so well done. You know, I you know shit Snyder's on top of his game here when he writes Batman he. Like nails it, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's something else we didn't talk about, but we should also. Uh, Tom King, okay, because, because like I said, we we, we I guess we can talk about it now that Tom King run is ending on 85 because I think they're ending it because they want Batman to be more involved in this universe. But in my opinion, he's been involved with the DC universe, not with Tom King's run, with Scott Snyder's run. Yeah, he's in because, the Justice League. Okay, yeah, Scott Snyder says he's done writing Batman. Has he stopped writing Batman? <laughs> Every week we're right, we're reviewing another Scott Snyder Batman book. Yeah, and all his shit is tied into his Justice League run. Even this shit has ties to the Justice League run because it says about how Lex Luthor, you know, gave the world a choice to you know choose Doom. That's yeah. what he's doing in the Justice League run. But they showing yeah. the future of what Lex Luthor is going to end up doing. So all this shit is still tied in. So it's like Scott Snyder never really stopped writing Batman. Yeah, he's doing the fucking Joker who laugh or the Batman who laughs and shit. I thought that was Jeff John. Oh no, no, no! I, I, that's that's, the, that's the, Snyder. The three Jokers. You're right. The Batman who laughs. He, which is that is also tied into the Justice League run because yeah. the Batman who laughs was tied up in Lex Luthor's basement. Lex Luthor made a deal with him, and that's how he let him out, and that's why he's running loose in Gotham right now. Yeah. So yeah. all that shit is just tied in together, you know. 
uh, Dark Knight Metal. Yeah. That was, it was just a big-ass <laughs> Batman book, you know. <laughs> yeah, with him and Capullo, you know. Like I said, those two together. Yeah. I mean, Snyder is just – you could just tell he's born to write Batman. And, and for Capullo – you know, he might be one of the best Batman artists ever, you know, and just because I'm interested in seeing what he does with him because he got Bane and Scarecrow showing up in the next book. So that means yeah. he's going to re, you know, redraw these characters, these these villains. Yeah. And, and his style. That, what is he going to do? <laughs> yeah. That that creepy, cartoony, like exaggerated art style that he has just fits perfectly with this world of Gotham. Right. You know. So, I, I, yeah, this was dope. I've been, I, you know, I can't wait for the next one. So I, I give this a five out of five. This was great. <laughs> Two five out of fives, okay. It was a good week of books this week. <laughs> it really was, you know. <laughs> oh, shit, that's back on me, huh? Okay. Now, you thought we had some long books. <laughs> <laughs> I almost got this one, too, but I'm Brian like, fuck Michael hey. Bendis says, hold my six-pack. <laughs> <laughs> This was an epic array. I think this shit was like 80 pages long. Okay, so I'm trying to think. What's the, what's the name of this book? Uh, Superman Leviathan Rising Event or something? Event of Leviathan or something? I don't know. I'll, I'll let you Google it while I review this shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so basically how the book starts off is that uh, the Leviathan character who's been causing all this shit, he's in Metropolis and he's talking to like this this – uh, this black lady who's basically this crime boss that's been in Bendis Action Comics run the whole time. You know, she's running Gotham, not Gotham, Metropolis under Superman knows and she knows, and Superman doesn't even know she exists, you know. And he's basically asking her, how do you take down Superman? You're like, well, one thing, the way you take down Superman is one, don't let Superman know you exist. That's the problem with these bad guys. They're always, they, they want everybody to know they're the ones who take down Superman and that's why Superman always beats them. And then, Another thing, you got to hit Superman where it hurts. Oh, you mean like kidnapping? Look, don't say it. Don't say her name. Say her name. He will hear it because he listens for certain words like that. And plus, going after her is a dead end anyway. One, her dad is one of the most dangerous men in the world. Two, she can kick ass herself. Have you seen her beat the shit out of people before? So you just can't send, you know, bad guys and terrorists after her. And three, she has her hand on the most powerful media platform on the planet so if you don't take it down if you don't beat her she can expose you and then you still be taken down so going to her is a dead end no you got to go after somebody else you're like ah i got it so basically superman is flying around he i think he fought like mongol some shit like that beat shit out of mongol whatever and then he's about to fly home and he does his x-ray vision he's like oh shit there's some dudes in my apartment with guns and shit waiting to kidnap me like in my apartment so he flies to uh you know lois's apartment because you know they're still separate stuff like that and he was like, Lois, uh, some guys in my apartment right now with guns ready to kidnap me and stuff like that. And Lois like, well, why don't you just call the police? I'm like, oh, I didn't think about that. Or what I could do is let him kidnap me. I'm like, huh? Yeah, just let him kidnap me. Just go in there as Clark Kent, let him kidnap me, take me wherever they're going to take me, and I can finally find out what the hell Leviathan is doing because obviously they want to know who Clark Kent is and they don't know who Superman is. Otherwise, they wouldn't send dudes with guns to come get me. They're like, okay, Clark, that's a good idea. But let me give you some advice. When you get kidnapped, please don't overdo it. Don't overact because I'll be honest with you, you suck at acting. Like I suck at acting. Like, yeah, you suck at Clark Kent. Sometimes you overdo it sometimes. So just play it cool, you know. <laughs> so he goes in the uh he goes in the apartment. He pretends like he doesn't see the the goons, you know, 
and they don't shoot him. They just, you know, hit him with a stun stun gun or like a stun baton or something like that. So they hit him with a stun baton and he falls to the ground. Oh, oh, I'm hurt. Oh, you know, like, like what? The stun grenade gun wasn't even that hard. They hit him again. Oh, I'm hurt. You know, so they put him in, they kidnap him. They take him to, you know, some underground base stuff like that. And he, he sees Talia Al Ghul there. And Talia Al Ghul was like, yeah, Clark Kent, I kidnapped you because I know you take pictures of, you know, you write all these stories about Superman. So we decided to kidnap you because we know if we kidnap you, Superman will come for you. So when Superman comes for you, we got a surprise for him. And they take out some kryptonite and put a kryptonite vest on him. And like, don't worry, Clark, the kryptonite won't kill you. It only works on kryptonians. Well, kryptonite probably will give you cancer, but that's down the road. So they decided to put, but they put kryptonite on him thinking that it's not going to hurt him and then leave the room. You know, meanwhile, he's like dying and shit. He's like, oh, fuck, they got kryptonite on me and I can't do anything. Can't call anybody can't you know yell for help because i got kryptonite i can't even fly out of here so days go by lois doesn't hear from him she starts freaking out she realizes mail hasn't been adjusted anything like that so she decides to one uh take out her pack of cigarettes that she's been hiding from clark and start smoking cigarettes and two call batman you know batman what the fuck happened to my husband and he goes down and he finds out that yeah somebody tried to stun him with a grenade uh stun baton stuff like that he calls wonder woman they call the Justice League, and they fly out, and they're like, nah, you're fucking up. You're looking for Superman. You need to go find Clark Kent. So what, Lois Lane does her own investigation, you know. Meanwhile, we cut back to jo- Joey, uh, not Joey, Jimmy. Jimmy Olsen, he's on some weird-ass event and stuff like that. I'm not going to get into this bullshit. He finds Lois Lane. They find Superman. They come back, and... Yeah, that this book is too fucking long. <laughs> it's some other. I'm not gonna get into half this other shit that happened. But anyway, they rescue Superman basically. Well, they rescue Clark Kent. You know, uh, basically the whole book was a, like a backdoor pilot for Lois Lane's uh, upcoming book and Jimmy Olsen's upcoming book. So basically, Lois Lane book's gonna be like this undercover journalism about Metropolis and stuff like that. She gonna do exposition like that. And Jimmy Olsen was supposed to be this wacky ass book where he just get into like weird ass adventures and shit like that. That's all. Oh, and Supergirl does some shit too. I don't give a fuck about that. So, <laughs> yeah. so that's the book. Uh, Matt Fraction is actually writing the Jimmy Olsen book. I'm like, you got Matt Fraction to do Jimmy Olsen? That's that's what you do. Okay, DC. Oh, uh, overall, I give the book a four out of five. It was just an exhausting read. That's the only thing about it that that was just annoying about it. And the Supergirl section was completely worthless i cared nothing about that story but the bendis arc with clark kent was actually pretty interesting i actually pretty like that one so i'm gonna give it a four out of five yeah that's uh yeah it just came out the wrong week you had doomsday clock you had dark knight last any, any other week i probably get yeah. a higher one but just yeah. so they just gave me so but i'm like come on man <laughs> <laughs> so yeah but that's that's all i got so did, did you see what donny cates wrote about on twitter i've been on twitter a lot more lately, you know. I ain't got any follow. I ain't got any followers, but I've been following. Everybody a bunch follow of- Eli on Twitter. Everybody, there you go. You got followers now. Thra- Thrash Jaws. Thrash Jaws. You got follow. You're gonna get yeah. followers now. Okay. Um. You know. But Donnie Cates. You know. There. Somebody asked, "What's what's your most controversial opinion about Superman?" And he told. And he said, "The Clark Kent secret identity thing. It, it's like you know. It's it's done. It's over. It's it's outdone. It's it's oh uh. It's um." outdated and get rid of it and i yeah <laughs> and then a bunch of people then his like next tweet was like hey, for everybody freaking out about you know superman's identity thing you know it's it's a, it was a controversial opinion and don't worry i'm in no position 
to ruin any of your precious DC characters. Next week, actually. Yet, comics. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Written by puts, Donny Case. Yeah, and he'd be like, yet. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. I just thought that was funny. So yeah, I just thought it was funny. Like the, it's funny that Lois, out of all people, is gonna say that he's a bad actor when she's been fooled by the whole time. But I always <laughs> thought that everybody in the Daily Planet knew. They just don't say anything. That's my thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's all I got. So. All right. Well, I'll go with Detective Annual, number two, I guess. Okay. I did not read that one. So. Detective and Detective Comics Annual. Um, so this was just cool fun, you know, story, fun story. Uh, one of Batman's old villains, known as the Reaper, who was thought to be dead, you know, oh, starts Batman pop- year two. Yeah, po- starts popping up and uh, you know starts doing. He's a vigilante who actually kills the bad guys, like the Punisher. Yeah, it's basically like- the Reaper. That's who the Phantasm was based off of. Yeah, and he looks like the he looks like Skeletor with like big blades on his arms and shit. It looks pretty cool. So it's just you know Batman and Alfred. They go to Europe to try to track him down and. It turns out that, you know, it's the Reaper's son, and he has a bunch of Reapers all over the world going around killing bad guys. And So Batman whips this Reaper's ass and then, you know, vows to track him down and, you know, track down the rest of the Reapers. You know. So it's just pretty cool, just a fun story. You know, just showcases, you know, Batman and Alfred's relationship, their camaraderie, you know, how they, you know, as they investigate this case. You know, it's pretty, it's pretty much what an annual should be. Just a cool, fun story, you know, which can be also like be an introduction to a like a new comic book reader. You know, I mean, hey, you, you want to read a Batman book? Here, check out this annual. You know, it's just a cool, fun story. You know, one adventure of Batman doing some shit. You know what I mean? Doesn't fuck with the continuity. Doesn't bring up any old ass shit. You know, like what the fuck is going on? You know, it's just hey, this is Batman doing Batman shit. You know, so yeah, a lot of fun. Four out of five. Thanks. Okay. Uh. Any any more you got? Oh, you done? Yeah, you oh. did all. You did mine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, let's see. I guess I'll go with the Mortal Hulk. Got to, got to, you know, yeah, Mortal Hulk, yo. <laughs> okay. And I did read this one, but I want to hear you talk about it. So. Okay. So Mortal Hulk number eighteen. Think so. So yeah. So this starts out with uh, Doc Samson. You know, he's emerging from the the rubble of Shadow Base. You know, which the Hulk has destroyed. And he's still alive. He's not dead. <laughs> so he's still a little woozy because the Hulk destroyed the place. And then uh, Alpha Flight shows up. Well, uh, they're, called, uh, Gamma they're, Flight. they're called Gamma Flight. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and they're, you know, they've been tasked with tracking down the Hulk. And Doc Samson is just like, yeah, we got to get the Hulk because he's basically, you know, in world breaker mode and wants to destroy everything. Mm-hmm. So they go off to go search for him. You know, and then we uh, uh, we cut to Bruce Banner in a cab, but it's actually he's you know talking to all his personalities. He's schizo. He's got all the Hulk personalities in his head. You got he Hulk, got a Devil Hulk. of all the Hulks. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Hulk, Devil Hulk, his asshole dad. But the one who's in charge right now is Mister Fixit. Mm-hmm. And he's, oh, he uh, also had Professor on there, but he said dormant. So he had yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's a tease. That's some foreshadowing. <laughs> what, what, what writers call foreshadowing. <laughs> and it turns out that Joe Fixit has been up to some shit. You know, he has a hotel in Reno. He's not going to Vegas because he's trying to lay low and doesn't want anybody to recognize him. Mm-hmm. So, and folks at the hotel recognize him. And so he's, you know, he's been doing some shit. We don't know what, you know, he's just, Joe Fixit has been, you know, up to something. 
but but Joe but, Fixit is like taking Banner's body. Yeah, Joe Fixit is in Banner's body. But right. um, but it's yeah. Joe Fixit's personality. So yeah. okay. Yeah, but he can't remember what he's doing because he's keeps switching personalities and he's schizo. He keeps switching through all these different personalities in this. Got so it. we got Abomination shows up and they finally battle. And this is just a cool, gnarly ass uh, fight. You know, the Abomination looks all weird. He looks like the Predator or like Cthulhu. I was going to say like the, Alien? Like the Alien yeah. face thing? Yeah, that too. The you know, Crabby like, or, or uh, Man Thing. Kind of like the Man Thing with yep. the tendrils and shit. You know, weird ass face arms and shit coming out of his head weird you know so they you know they uh you know and abomination is being controlled by shadow base and hulk hulk think you know through the battle hulk thinks he's talking to blonsky but as they fight hulk gets a good look at the abomination's face and it morphs into rick jones you know it's his face in there and he's all tortured he's like help me help me and uh, you know and hulk is like rick like what the fuck you know so that's where the book ends now, now, just make sure I'm trying to get cut up on my caught up on my Hulk knowledge. Now, last time Rick Jones was in a comic, he was shot in the face by a Nazi Captain America. So, has he appeared since then? No, he's been dead this whole time. Okay, just make sure. They right. dug up his corpse, and that's the thing. They found his empty grave, and they know that's why they went to Shadow Base because they know that they've been experimenting on Rick Jones's corpse, doing oh, something. Gotcha. You know, so um. So, yeah, so they basically used – they thought the abomination was, you know, Blonsky, but they used Rick Jones's body as, like, a, a vessel mm -hmm. to renew this abomination. There's, there's still bits of Blonsky in there, but it's, it's Rick Jones's body, you know, that they turned into the abomination. So, um, so that's basically – it's a cliffhanger. That's where it ends. There's a side plot with uh, Betty Ross who has transformed into the Harpy, and um, – and she's not not like the shitty harpy from the seventies. She actually looks like a Rodan. She looks like a pterodactyl and shit. Nice. She looks okay. kind of cool. <laughs> and she's talking to that reporter, Jackie McGee. Uh, Jackie McGee, yeah. Yeah, you know. So that there's a little side plot going on. She's been investigating what's going on, you know. So all in all, this book is cool. I've been digging on this book. One of my favorite books right now. Full of monsters and horror and gore and shit. Just dope ass shit. Another five out of five. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's a five out of five. Except yeah. Bendis. You had to fuck it up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so any any so, more books? That's that's, that's pretty much it. I did read that Vader Dark Visions, but I don't give a fuck. Okay. We we ran through enough of them, so Yeah, yeah. That was that was I. That was just I. <laughs> okay. Uh yeah, if you listen this long, if you like, share, subscribe. Uh we have our sister podcast, Geek Sav. Uh we have Comic Cast who has called us out. Eli, did you hear that? Oh, yeah, yeah. They want yeah. us to be on their show or something? No, they challenged us. Oh, did they? Yeah, they challenged us. They said a, a, a loser-go-home match or some shit they said. Oh, really? What the hell is this? Yeah, go back and listen to that episode. They challenged us on there. So, uh, like, Comic Cast, if you want to bring it, uh, Eli and I, we're like professional trolls. We can get this <laughs> promo thing started. <laughs> oh, okay. I did not know this. I yeah. just heard, yeah. <laughs> What do we? What do we? What, look, are they? What? Because we got. Oh, because we took number one last week or something. Oh. Is that <laughs> why they got mad? <laughs> and they that got what? mad because I said they can't talk about Black Batman. <laughs> and they did it anyway. <laughs> oh, I thought they were mad because like their sports 
podcast doing better than our comic book podcast. <laughs> well, they brought that up too. <laughs> but yeah, basically what it was, they, they brought our name up and then they started trying to talk about Black Superman and Black Batman. I was like, eh, you guys can't do it the same way we can. I don't know. It's <laughs> kind of our wheelhouse, you know. <laughs> Yeah, man. Okay. So, yeah, they challenged us to uh, some kind of uh, – we got to find out the stipulations of the match. I'm pretty sure some kind of match is going to go on, but we're going to find out. So we will we yeah, prepare. Man. We're going to be the tag team champion. Yeah. I'm going to start yeah, the shit posting on them tomorrow. Yeah, man. White man can't jump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So what we're going with this? Oh, yeah. Uh, this Geeks and Comics, uh, Hoodoo TV, Get Valiant. Uh, I hope you get back to jump in this also. I hate to shit post them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, and talking balls like two months from now. So yeah, uh, next week we'll have some more shit. We'll talk about. Hopefully, we won't have eighty, you know, eighty page books. We got to review and shit like that, and they have to take our time with it. But yeah, we'll see how it goes. Until oh, one more thing I want to talk about. Uh, congratulations to Jay Z. Oh yeah, Jay Z just became the fifth black billionaire in America. No shit. And the first hip hop billionaire. The first. Uh, you know, hip hop musician to make a billion dollars. This is without Beyonce. This is just him. I was about to say, is this all his money or is all Beyonce? His money. Beyonce is on her way, so she'll probably be number six. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I'm gonna leave out this with playing a, a Beyonce, not Beyonce song, Jay Z song, maybe a Jay Z and Beyonce song. Who knows? <laughs> that being said, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We talk to you guys next week. Same bully time, same bully channel. It's just a public service announcement sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans, it is with the utmost pride and sincerity that I present this recording as a living testament and recollection of history in the making during our generation. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. H to the OV. I used to move snowflakes by the OZ. I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the ROC. Fresh out the frying pan into the fire I be the music biz number one supplier Flyer than a piece of paper bearing my name Got the hottest chick in the game wearing my chain That's right, ho, not D.O.C. But similar to them letters, no one could do it better I check cheddar like a food inspector My homie Strick told me, dude, finish your breakfast So that's what I'ma do, take you back to the dude with the Lexus Fast forward the jewels and the necklace Let me tell you dudes what I do to protect this Shoot at you actors like movie directors <laughs> Say the movie, dogs. Now, before I finish, let me just say I did not come here to show out Did not come here to impress you Because to tell you the truth, when I leave here, I'm gone And I don't care what you think about me But just remember when it hits the fan, brother, whether it's next year, 10 years, 20 years from now, you'll never be able to say that these brothers lied to you, Jack. Thing ain't lie. I done came through the block and everything that's fly. I'm like Che Guevara with bling on. I'm complex. I never claim to have wings on. Nigga, I get my by any means on. Whenever there's a drought, get your umbrellas out because that's when I brainstorm. You can blame Sean, but I ain't inventing the game. I just rolled the dice trying to get some change. And I do it twice, ain't no sense in me Lying as if I am a different man And I could blame my environment But ain't no reason why I be buying expensive chains Hope you don't think users are the only abusers Niggas getting high within the game If you do, then how would you explain? I'm ten years removed, still the vibe is in my veins I got a hustler spirit, nigga, period Check out my hat, yo, peep the way I wear it 
Check out my swag, yo, I walk like a ball player No matter where you go, you are what you are, player And you can try to change, but that's just the top layer Man, you was who you was before you got here Only God can judge me, so I'm gone Either love me or leave me alone